This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 91st episode of Talk Direction. Hi, Kara. How Hi, are you? Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like also this beginning we start, we like really just jumped right in and didn't say anything really to each other except I don't have anything to say. Let's start. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually have a little bit of chit chat back and forth, but um, a little bit. No, so um, Caitlin's acting like I'm like a newborn baby because I just took an accidental nap for like five hours, and like that can make you feel like a giant oaf who just learned a language and is like learning how to walk, and that's how I feel right now. So um, bear with me. Are you me. still in like the waking up process right now? I feel like I am because I, my eyes are like very unfocused. I don't, mm. I hope that I didn't like lose my eyesight <laughs> from five hours of being asleep. Um, but I have like pillow creases on my face and um, nice. yeah. I feel like that's like a One Direction lyric, pillow creases on my face. Oh. Sounds like it could be in no control. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the kids <laughs> bob version. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Um, uh, you so you've been back at school. I've still been on break. Whatever. Um, I know, right? Um, but I'm going back to school soonish. I guess school really doesn't start till Tuesday for me. Because oh my god! I have no classes on Monday, but I've got lots to do. Yeah, I've been working pretty much every day. So yeah, no, but it's still nice to be home. Mm-hmm. Um, actually today I filmed a really fun video because I had plans that ended up getting canceled, um, because my friend dislocated her shoulder. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I ended up filming the Q&A video that Ooh. I wanted to film. I can't and wait to my see sister, that. Rebecca is currently editing it for me because she's oh. a doll and she actually really loves editing. So I was like, of course you can take this 55 minute video and turn it into something 55? watchable. 55? I know. God it bless Rebecca. So Godspeed. Pretty crazy. <laughs> I know. It's because I started recording and just like let the thing go, even though like I didn't record straight through. Like I just recorded 55 minutes, oh. but like. Half of it is me chasing my dog around, and, like, my sister comes home in the middle of it, and I just, like, let it go. So, you can look forward to me trying to get Noelle to stop barking, Um, (laughs) which I think a lot of that's being kept in. (laughs) Um, But I'm excited to share that with everyone, and that one is the one that's going to be available to everyone to watch, so that'll be exciting. Oh, I want to do a Q&A now. Wow, that's I know, you should. It was fun. Um... And I know we have another video to go up. I'm trying to think of what else I can do. I, I did my makeup really nice today for the video. And I oh, was like, yeah, oh, your I should do like nice. Oh, thank you. Um, I should do like a um, outfit video type thing. Yes. I knew that I had to like plan and edit and all this other stuff and the light was going to be gone. But that's another potential one I could do. Although I don't really have all my clothing with me currently because I only brought some home. But I obviously brought home like my favorite stuff. Yeah. So maybe we'll see i'll have to have rebecca film that one she knows how to do that more than me that'd be cool Um, yeah but we will see what happens um i wanted to give a shout out to one of our new patrons um isabella thank you so much for supporting us um 
The video that I'm doing this week is similar to ones that Kara and I do every week. Now we're doing them twice a week on Patreon, plus we do, like, bonus content, other bonus content, an extra half hour of the show, which is www.patreon.com slash talkdirection if you're interested in that. Um, and Isabel apparently was because they're supporting us now, which is awesome. So thank you, Isabella. Thank you. Um, now on to our back to you segment. I always, whenever I say that, I'm always like, Kara's going to put the music in. Back to you. I have um, not in the past couple of Are you seriously I not? Know. Kara. Just because, like, my computer's you. been so bad. Like, I cannot tell. I, actually, no. If anyone's going to understand, you're going to understand because our computers are <laughs> on, like, sometimes the same level of, like, horrible. Um, but, like, it literally, the last time I edited... I pressed one button and I had to sit there for half an hour to try to get it that to like load. That is literally my computer too. Yeah, it was Man. the worst. And That's sad. In my head, I'm always singing back to you. So guys, I want you to imagine that back to you is now it I have to put, me, Now I have to put it in. Like, it's always playing. Or I could just sing it every time. Yes. <laughs> we don't need that though. <laughs> Um, I, I think I sing in the most recent video I just filmed. Yes. Eh, probably. I feel like there was a time that you sang in like every episode. Yeah, sounds like me. Um, so this is our segment where we do polls and emails and respond to your questions and all that good stuff. Our Twitter is at talk underscore direction and our email is talkdirection at, at gmail.com. Um, and we did a whole bunch of polls from last week's episode, which was all about like a One Direction themed sleepover and like just One Direction type stuff um, and sleepover type stuff. So I included a couple of the polls as I said I was going to do. Um... And they were pretty weird. And it's so funny because if you go on our Twitter and just see these polls, you're like, what the hell? Why are they asking us this? Like, this is so odd. Imagine this is like when, like, Gemma Styles happens upon our Twitter or something. Literally, this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, do we delete these? Because because the theme of the episode this week is Women of 1D. And I would love to have, like, Gemma see this episode. That would be so cool. But, like, she's going to go through the Twitter and be like, what the hell are these girls, like, talking? about she's gonna block us i know but like the theme was truth or dare so there were supposed to be like questions you might play when like or like you know dares you might get you know not real dares but like it was supposed to be like kind of like dairy truthy dairy like a sleepover so that's why they're so odd um (laughs) but this is not our regular content and now i'm going oh my god how are we gonna ever tag Gemma in any of these like any of these episodes upcoming or this episode anyway i mean you can delete them we have pictures of them so yeah i might i might go through and delete (laughs) delete the polls especially the ones that are like um Gemma and harry who would you marry date and disappear oh yeah i forgot about those could you imagine? I'm like, I'm going to bump up the content that is, like, very feministy and stuff. But, Chema, if you're listening to this, that was only because we were doing a truth or dare segment on the show. We're not usually this weird. Um, well, you know. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> this question is, would you let spiders crawl in your mouth if Ugh. Harry was there to give you a hug after it happened? <laughs> Karen and I both said yes, right? Or did you say no? I can't remember. I think I said no because I didn't want to have to face the embarrassment of, like, <laughs> oh, having, yeah. like, spiders crawl in my mouth and be like, yes, I did that for you. And be like, okay, <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, well, I guess our listeners agreed with you because 53% said no way. Um, but 47% said yes, yeah. the hug was worth it. Wow. Um, so I guess it's pretty split half and half. I would go with yeah, like I'd let them crawl in my mouth. Oh, God. Like some, like some 
people eat like bugs. Okay, as, like, but that's a not thing. that's not you. I think. <laughs> I know, but it could be. Um, our next question <laughs> was: Would you drink your own pee to meet One Direction? <laughs> <laughs> And 53% of you guys said, yes, whatever it takes. Oh, thank God. And then, like, <laughs> the licky smiley face. No, Caitlin. And then 47% said, nope, too far. I literally hate that you chose that smiley face. It made it so <laughs> horrible. Oh, yeah, I know. And I the- said I would. I mean, drink like, people, you've seen What's-His-Name do it on that show. Like Bear Grylls. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and also it's sterile. Um. So like my friend Lily, she uh, qu- uh quoted that like our um quiz um and was like, I would drink my own pee for five dollars. <laughs> and I tweeted that, and she didn't. I didn't ask her, and she's like, I feel very attacked that you tweeted that. But then um I'm gonna embarrass her some more. She's fine. Um. She tweeted out of the blue yesterday. She's like at like 11 p.m. She said I've been seriously thinking about whether I would drink my own pee to um, meet One Direction, and I've decided that I would, because I would get them to sign some stuff and then sell it on eBay and make a killing, but it depends on oh, how much Oh, I thought she pee. was going to say, give it to you. Oh, no. I mean, like, we're One, like, we're one Direction students. We're college students. Like, I understand the I struggle. Know. Hashtag college life. Yeah, and she was saying, she's saying that, like, um, she would just change her name and move to Timbuktu if One Direction had to know that she drank her pee beforehand. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's true. That's the same. <laughs> it's so odd. <laughs> where, where did my mind come up with these questions? I don't know. I was in the truth or dare mood, okay? Yeah. That's, that's, I blame that. You're forgiven. Um, okay, the next one I've included is if you got the chance to meet Liam, but... That would guarantee you never got to meet Harry. Would you take it? Liam. I know. 15% said no, you'd meet Liam. And 85% of you guys said, I'd hope for Harry one day. Good for the 15%. Like, I wasn't that <laughs> part of that 15%, but I'm proud of you guys. I... Yeah, they're probably more, like, they're probably more intelligent than the rest of us because the chances they're more of realistic. Meeting, yeah, mm-hmm. meeting Harry Styles is low, so... Um, or they're maybe just, like, a really big Liam stan, you know? Yeah. You never know. There's there's those. They exist. <laughs> just kidding. Caitlin! I'm, you keep being to Liam. I know. No, I love Liam. He's an essential. And I'm actually, like, super psyched for his solo stuff coming out. Yes. Um, I love you, Liam. We just make jokes on this podcast. Yeah, but we really do love Liam. We wouldn't be having yeah, this we podcast. Did. We wouldn't call it Talk Direction if we didn't love all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last poll question was, would you say something mean to Niall if after an hour you got to say it was just a dare and then got to meet him? And, man, this one was close. Yeah. I think you and I both said, no, we wouldn't. It was too mm-hmm. mean. Um, but, so, 52% of you said, nope, too mean. But 48% of you said, yeah, because I'd say I, I'm sorry. Ooh. So, 48% of you are mean to Niall, and you guys have to live with that. But... I guess you'd get to tell him you were sorry after, so. Oh, God, that still makes me cringe. Like, it seriously physically pains me to think of being <laughs> in denial. It just, like, even just, like, even if it wasn't just Niall, but just someone, just, like, a random, random stranger or something, like, that, just to hurt someone like that, I just, oh, it would be too painful. It just, like, even, like, if it's, like, when you're, like, you know, you're fighting with someone and you, like, say something mm-hmm. in the heat of the argument and you don't really technically mean it, like, even if you say sorry, yeah. it's still going to be in someone's mind. Like, it just doesn't go away. Like, yeah. you know, once you say something, it's out in their minds forever. Like, you have to remember mm-hmm. that. Oh, so sad. And that's such a good lesson. Like, don't say mean things on the internet, okay? They stay there and they affect people. 
Like, I remember pe- thing, mean pe- things that people have said to me when I was, like, five, or not five, but, like, nine or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just, like, yeah. it really sticks with you. So, like, even if it was yeah. a joke, like, so, like I feel like your friends, if they say something, like, kind of offhand and, like, jokey, so, like, back in the mm-hmm. day, like, when you are younger, that could really, really stick with you if you didn't, mm-hmm. like, have, I don't know, if you didn't really get the sense of humor or, like, even, like, if you do, if you're older. Yeah. You know? And some people, like, you have to also gauge, like, what people's level of jokiness is. Yeah, Because exactly. I know even in my own family, like, some people are really chill with me joking around with them, but other people are not. And then you can really hurt their feelings. Especially if it's, like, a sensitive that. spot that, like, you yeah. know that's going to hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. This was an odd tangent, but well, important. <laughs> not to say that the the 48% of you guys are mean-spirited, because it's obviously just a joke, but we're, we're just saying that for our own. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm not trying to give you a lecture. I'm not your mother. Yeah. But. No. Um, anyway, moving on to news this week. So, Harry's colorful suits. Oof. Let's talk about this. Let's talk. Ed- Edward Sexton, who is a tailor, fashion designer, and manufacturing consultant, pulled right off the first link that came up on Google, (laughs) put up an Instagram photo of a lot of colorful suits with the caption, one lucky man is going to collect a rainbow of suits today. One lucky young man. Oh, sorry. One lucky young man is Mm -hmm. going to collect a rainbow of suits today, perhaps to bright and vibrant. That doesn't really make sense. Perhaps to bright and vibrant. For some, oh, too bright. It's because oh. it's spelled wrong. Perhaps too bright and vibrant for some, but a fun addition to a spring wardrobe. He may well be wearing them on stage. What a lucky chap. Enjoy. Hashtag Edward Sexton. Hashtag color. Hashtag bespoke. <laughs> Hashtag color. <laughs> um, so we know that Harry's worked with Edward Sexton before for another man. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically... The blue sort of jaggedy striped, it's like blue and white jaggedy striped sort of sparkly suit that he wore with the white pants and the black collar and the red converse. Blue? Um, and Girl, is this another like black and blue and, because it's definitely it's like gray. It's blue and gray and white. Okay. Well, there's some blue in it. Okay. I don't know. I just look back and see sort of blue. I can't Whatever. see with my eyes right now, so. God, you just my... woke up. Yeah, Leave you're me right. alone. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rumored that Harry's working with Edward Sexton again, um, like, with suits coming up and, like, working with him for, like, promo season and touring stuff. We're not sure whether this is that or not. Like, these colorful so- suits are that, like, what he's talking about, or is it from some- for someone else? Because apparently also Bruno Mars is working with Edward Sexton, and he's going on tour soon, and so that would fit that these suits could be for Bruno Mars, given that Bruno Mars often wears big color-blocking colors oh, as well. Oh, he does. Yeah. So I've seen that argument, too. Although I was, like, fully, like, into the Harry thing, and then, like, when I re-looked it up later, I was like, god dang it, people are talking about it might be Bruno Mars. But Bruno Mars is really short, and, like, looking at the, um, the mannequin with the, um, the another man suit compared to mm-hmm. these suits, they look like they're the same cut and size. That's all I'm saying. You just completely cut out, but I'm <laughs> gonna tr- <laughs> kind of guess what you said about okay. the comparison of the suits. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree with that. Because Bruno Mars is really short. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it looks like it's the same. Yeah, and Bruno Mars is is shorter. So 
I mean, it it looks like it's the same mannequin and like the suits fall at like around the same. It actually even looks like the colorful ones are slightly longer. Mm-hmm. Um which would mean someone taller or like same height as Harry. I don't know. I do not know. But let's just pretend they're Harry's for a second. Yeah. Um, because, like, Harry might be going on tour soon, and they could be his, and this seems like something Harry would wear, especially, like, Mick Jagger, if he's following, like, these types of artists, like, going out there with the clothes, like, Mick Jagger wore, like, a bright yellow suit that he's famously seen in, and, like, I don't know, this seems like it could be Harry's kind of new style, especially for spring, and we know this whole, like, late April, early May, rumors of the album, or rumors of a new single, so let's just pretend they are Harry's for a second. Yeah. Um, do you like the suits, first of all? Yes, I do. What, what, what are your thoughts? Okay, now I'm, like, thinking, like, if I see Bruno Mars in these, it's gonna, like, be physically painful to see. <laughs> I know! Even though I, I like Bruno Mars, and I think he's a great performer, and I, his new album's so good, but still, he's not Harry Styles. I know. Um, After, like, going through the whole thinking these are Harry's, and then getting that ripped away, like, man. This is why you can never hope for anything you can never have a dream um we're gonna be the crazy fans who show up at a bruno mars concert run on stage rip off his suit jacket and try to give it to harry (laughs) in my mind yes but then i would just i would honestly just go to bruno mars concert to just be there because his true album's really good have you listened to it I've listened to some of the songs, or I listened maybe once through, I don't know. Okay. I know I, I listened to it because I was interested, but I wasn't, like, immediately clicked to yeah, it, so. that's fair. But. Um, so I love these suits a lot, and um, it's weird because I've actually been, like, trying, not trying to get Harry <laughs> to wear, but, like, I've, I've been wanting Harry to wear, like, a light pink suit, even lighter than the one that's on here, like, more of the blush tone for, like, so long. And also I just, like, love yellow, and I just wanted him more in bright colors, so, like, to mm-hmm. see that this could be something yeah, that he I really, possibly wear would be amazing. I, I love the pink, light pink Me one. Me too. Like, white would still so be cool. Um, I like, like the, the yellow. Light yellow. I, yeah. The hot pink, too. Like, that, I just would just die if Harry Also, I like too. the um, brighter yellow because it reminds me of, like, beetles Because it's, like, I don't know. I feel like that yellow is, like, screams beetles to me for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe. Screams what? This is literally what you sounded like. <laughs> I mean, that is my voice, but <laughs> it screams Beatles to me. Maybe it's because, like, the yellow submarine and, like, they were all very into, like, yellow for that, like, time period. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It definitely does. And I feel like that darker yellow color, too, is the one that I'm thinking of that Mick Jagger wore. Oh, okay. Sort of that color. Um, uh, and then we asked our listeners if they liked them, and 70% said, quirky and incredible. 26% said, I really like them. 0% said, they are just okay. And 4% said, not my favorite. 4% in this case might be like one or two votes, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people really like them, which is nice because I agree. Because, like, think about the um, accessories. And then and, like, I was the also. What? Think about, like, the accessories and the boots. I think there's a time delay or, like, some... There's really something going on. Your voice just came out, like, super, like, all at once. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Um, I was just saying, like, think about, like, the boots he could wear and think about the accessories he could wear. Like, we talk about this and I'm just, like, I'm psyched. Because it's, like, they're so plain, but, like, so colorful that they would just, like, lend themselves so nicely to that. I know. And I was even thinking, because, like... We don't have... These are really, like, one solid color. So, like, 
you could like I, I know Karen and I already talked about this. Oh well, but, you know we're always for the people. More. Yeah, um, like having f- like floral boots, like you know those ones that are velvet with like the embroidery on it. Yes, like, in boot. Like Harry needs to get on that bandwagon. They would look so cool with Ugh. these suits. Yes. Um, and based on our listeners' votes, people really like the white one and the hot pink one and the light pink one the most. It Ooh. seems. Um, I definitely voted for, I had, like, tried to put two different polls so I can include all the colors, um, but, you know, it's hard not to click both polls because you want to see what the answers are, so I think people double voted, but that's okay, Mm because I did. Um, what other questions did I have? Oh, yeah, what, what cut of pants would you want? Would you want them to be, like, um, like, colored pants as well, or, like, black skinny jeans or something? Is this, like, a suit that has a matching pair of pants to go with it are they flared are they straight i stop above the ankles i heard somewhere that they requested flared pants with this like whoever asked for these i don't remember Mm. where i saw this i think edward sexton said it but i don't i can't remember but i feel Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't have just made that up um but i would love Mm -hmm. like um i i think i like him most in like a fitted like just uh not skinny jean i mean i do love him skinny jeans but like a fitted like colored pant but like i also really do i think like for this i think a flared like, pant would be, like, really cool. Yeah. Or, like, a mitch, like, I could, see, not a mismatch on each leg, but, like, some flared, yeah. some more, like, fitted straight. Because, like, the flared is really cool, and I think he, Harry has worked that in the past, yeah. and he could continue to work it. And I know even, like, it could be sort of, like, big and baggy all the way down. Like, there's that style. I'm still thinking of the McJagger suit. You need to look up, like, yellow McJagger suit to, to know what I'm talking okay. about. But, like, sort of, like, a billowy... Let me look this up. Yellow Mick Jagger suit. Um, yeah, it's sort of like a billowy sort of cut all the way down. But I also did like the, the more tighter and then flared, but also the straight leg. I don't know. I'm going to like everything that Harry wears, to be honest. Um, but I feel like that would be cool. Mm. Did you see the suit? Yeah. Why does it look like it's on his like wedding day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Intrigue. Um, okay, anything else about these suits you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I'm just excited, and I hope they're not Bruno Marses. <laughs> I know. If Wait, if they are Bruno Marses, what do you think would... Is there anything you'd want different about the suits? Like, Yeah, I want them, like, I think, like, more patterns. I'd, like, want patterns mm-hmm. on them, like flowers and, like, embroidered stuff. Oh, uh, embroidered would be so cool. Yeah. Like, embroidered's really in right now. I'm and happy. Harry, I need him to wear That something. would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, the yellow one with, like, bright, like, maybe red or pink flowers on it? Yes. Like, that would be so pretty. Oh, yeah. Because um, I do really, really love the pattern suits. And I know that was sort of, like, what Harry did, like, last season. But it wasn't enough. Like, three or four pattern suits I know, because it was just me. the tail end. Yeah, I know. But I also would love these color blocky ones, so. Oh, the more we're talking about, the more I think that Bruno Mars is going to wear these. I know, because they really do seem like Bruno Mars wears stuff. And like also, this. oh, this is, like, very, like, concert because I was, like, wondering, like, why yeah. is Harry, like, getting, like, six of the same colored, mm-hmm. um, same pattern thing? But we shall see, I guess. We shall see. Um, okay, so moving, to, we're talking... I had a great transition for this. Now I've just flubbed it. Um, And by great transition, I mean, speaking of Harry, (laughs) um, I wanted to do a little solo update 
we pretty much got more of the same stuff this past week about Harry's music sounding like um, Bowie and Queen. God. Um, but that's awesome. So, like, let's just repeat that. I literally had a moment this morning when I was, like, having a mess. Like, I just was, like, I don't know, running all over the place trying to, like, get public transportation. And, like, I saw that quote that it said, like, Harry's music's going to look like, Bo- like sound like Bowie and Queen. And I, like, just felt so at peace with the world like I, I was just like this is so this is like exactly what I could have wanted mm-hmm. I sent the article to my family it was um an NME article but it originated from like something else um but I know Teen Vogue did a version of it and like you can find it out there yeah um, but I was like send this to my family like this is beautiful this is all I ever wanted mm-hmm. and like people were being really mean in the comments saying like yeah right as if Harry Styles like again people have this idea of who Harry yeah. Styles is from like, and it's just, like this, yeah this sort of like fabricated like thing of oh it's a boy band it's it's like this manufactured dumb thing when like really they have no idea that like just because people were in a boy band doesn't mean they're also not serious artists. Yeah. Like, it's just really frustrating. Um, but, like, I am ready for this, Harry. Like, you are awesome. Um, and also, I don't think we've talked about this. I think we've had this information before, but I just left it out. Um, his producer is apparently Jeff Basker. I think that's how you say it. And by think, I mean I'm just guessing. Um, <laughs> um, and this guy has worked with Bruno Mars, um, I think, he, he worked on a couple songs on his new album, plus a number of old songs, um, he worked on Photograph, which is an Ed Sheeran song, he's worked with Taylor Swift, Pink, The Rolling Stones, Lana Del Rey, Beyonce, like, kind of across the board, mm. um, so that's really cool that Harry's working this, with this dude, I wish I could say more, like, wow, I really admire this guy's work, but just based on the names he's worked with, um, Seems pretty legit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, once you have Beyonce, like... Yeah, you've, you've done everything. Yeah. Um, he may have worked on Uptown Funk. I really love Uptown Funk. Ooh. And I can see how, like, while Harry's not necessarily going to be in that same genre, um, but just, like, the production mm-hmm. on that music with a lot of the instrumental, um, like, that was a really important part to that song. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that'll be important to Harry's music. Um, so... Yes. Um, okay, moving on to Liam. We sort of teased this last week, um, but didn't go into it because the uh, news had just broken like the same day we were recording, which is Liam on the cover of Roller Coaster magazine. Um, I kept going like Roller Coaster, Roller Coaster, getting really confused, and it threw me off about how to spell Roller Coaster in the first place, <laughs> but this is Roller Coaster. Um, and Liam's on the cover of their spring release. Um, this is a music, fashion, and culture magazine. I feel like it's similar to the Another Man magazine that Harry was in. Um, I think they only have, like, two releases every year, because it's like, this, this is the spring one. Maybe they have four. Um, but it seems like, I don't know what the actual release date is, because on the Instagram it says, will be released soon. Um, and we currently only have a couple of snippets from the interview portion of it. Um, and only a couple photos, but I assume there's going to be more information and, like, a longer interview and more photos inside. Um, but we do have this cover, which is kind of like a hot pinky background with Liam shirtless on it, looking like he's about to, like, kind of throw some punches. Um, and it says, no pain, no gain. Um, and then we got another photo of Liam shirtless, sort of like an up-close one on his head. 
Um, what do you think of these co- or this cover, Kara? Dude, he looks so good. Like, I immediately, I was just, like, blown away. I just feel like this is, like, so, such a good look. Like, mm-hmm. I, I am amazed. I sent this to all my friends. Like, <laughs> that, it's just, like, this is, like, one of the photos that you just, like, send to everyone and just, like, because yeah. I know that my friends really love um to, like, look at Liam. <laughs> They're a big fan of his, like, aesthetic in his face. Uh-huh. Um, and I just... Same. Yeah. I mean, he's a babe here. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in his, like, pose, though, because it's not like... He's not, like, closed fist. Like, he's kind of, like, he looks like he's gonna go into, like, martial arts somewhat. I don't even, mm-hmm. like, go for the neck or something. I don't know. It's, like, kind of a weird pose, but, like, I'm into mm-hmm. it. He looks so good. I love his hair. Um, I love the, like, couple strands. Like, that reminds me from, like, yeah. you know, I feel like um, all the boys at one time or another have, like, done, like, the one strand falling down look, and this is just, yeah. like, a nice, like, messy look. His freaking jawline is just mm-hmm. beautifully carved out of some, like, ice sculpture or something, and I'm just, like, really feeling the whole vibe here. Me too. I love it. And I also love just the aesthetic of the cover. Like, yeah, so With the clean. bright background yes. and like Liam's clearly like been photoshopped onto this and it looks kind of like pop arty yeah like, like that type of style um it seems like it's gonna be so cool I'm really excited um it doesn't seem like your sort of typical like um it's not like a people magazine type yeah. of shoot like a topless hot model it like seems like there's some like artistic aesthetic to it Ugh, yeah. um and Liam does look really really attractive um, what do you think of this whole where are his nipples sort of quest that people <laughs> Did you see that I think um, the, I don't know, someone from behind the magazine like posted a picture and was like, we didn't Photoshop off his nipples. And then they put like this, like the cover photo and then like the first photo that they took. And they're like, see, there's no difference here. There was just like the way it was shot. I thought it was so funny. And I was like, has Harry been like harvesting more nipples? Like <laughs> everyone's nipples he was actually born with two and he's been collecting them (laughs) yeah now he has six (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Um, give liam's nipples back here yeah let's start the trend (laughs) (laughs) oh man but it does look so sus like it just like i don't understand like i feel like naturally his nipple would be there but they're not (laughs) like maybe just like the the edge of it or at least I mean, it's it's obviously the angle, but yeah. <laughs> um, still, he looks really good. Like, in both photos, too. Um, I know. This other one we have, like, the close-up on his head, he looks really good. He looks like he's thinking about something really hard. Yeah, what are you thinking um, about, Liam? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, we'll find out inside. And this is sort of, like, the premise is, like, he's dropping his new album soon. He's going to be on the cover of this magazine. Do you think you're going to buy a hard copy of it when it comes out, if it's available to us? Um, maybe. I mean, he does look really good. Yeah. He really... I think I might. It also looks like the... Just like the, um... Not that you can tell what the paper is going to feel like, but I feel like the paper of this magazine yeah. is going to feel Dude, like... Dude, I think the It's going to add thing. to the aesthetic of it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So good. Um, So what did we find out from this small couple clips of writing that we got? I feel like it's kind of important. Oh, yeah. Um, The first one was a story about One Direction getting kicked out of a Trump hotel by Trump. Um, And Liam said, Trump actually kicked us out of his hotel. You wouldn't believe it. It was about meeting his daughter. He phoned up our manager and we were asleep. He said well, wake them up. And I was like, no. And then he was, and he wouldn't let us use the underground garage. Obviously in New York, we can't really go outside. New York is ruthless for us. 
So he was like, okay, then I don't want you in my hotel. So we had to leave. Man, I'm I'm so glad they decided not to meet his daughter. I know. <laughs> like Liam saying no is an act of protest. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I'm just so happy that One Direction has beef with Trump. And the fact that this is just like such an encapsulation of how petty and childish and just like entitled Trump is like because people like these like yeah. international stars are sleeping and you tell them to like just because they're staying in your hotel and they're paying you to stay in your hotel and use your services like you think that the, you're entitled mm-hmm. to like them waking up after they've probably been they probably went on to like they were did a show probably were recording like they these boys never sleep man like yeah. I just, like, that's so petty and disgusting. And, like, the fact that he wouldn't let them use the underground garage, so they basically probably had to, like, be berated by fans. And, like, mm-hmm. I just, like, all of this is so disgusting, and it just underlines my hatred for Trump. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yep. If, like, if you didn't, if you didn't hate Trump by now, <laughs> this should really push you over the edge. Yeah, I, I don't know why you wouldn't hate Trump I, already. I, um, good question. But... Um, and how old is his daughter? Like, dude, it's not like she was know. a three-year-old. Exactly. Like, she's a grown woman. I mean, she, he has it's two daughters. Odd. But it's like, she still would be grown. Like, she's not, like, five years old. Yeah. And, like, would cry and, like, throw... I mean, she might throw a hissy fit. I don't freaking know. Like, I don't know <laughs> Trump's children. Trump certainly has. Yeah, literally. And, like, just the entire... This, this is just disgusting. I, honestly, I want One Direction fans to find Trump's taxes and leak them. And, like, me and Caitlin were saying that if anyone can tr- take the Trump administration down, it could be One Direction <laughs> fans. And I fully believe yep. that wholeheartedly. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Okay, whoever does that type of, you know, hacking, get on that, 1D fans. Um, I feel like, oh, there's so many things the fandom could do. I know. Um, the next thing we learned about Liam was a really beautiful story about X Factor. Um, apparently when One Direction lost the X Factor, Liam, this is a quote from the magazine, Liam turned to his dad with a, we made it this far face. His fellow bandmates, he says, were in pieces. He remembers first Harry, then Louis, Niall, and Zane bursting into tears. Oh, no! (laughs) A cameraman came over and said, can I get you boys for an interview? And I looked at all the boys crying in their mom's arms, and I was like, look, I'll do the interview, because I was the only one who was all right. And so I went off to the side and did the after-camera interview for us. I just left them because I wanted them to have their moment, and the cameras didn't need to see them like that. Oh, my God. Like, this sums up, like, who Liam is, I feel like. This is... Like, this is... I didn't... You go I didn't see this. Like, I wouldn't have seen this if you didn't put this in here. I am, like touched my soul is healed i I feel so alive right now like this is why liam was like Mm -hmm. seen as like the father figure of one direction i don't want to say daddy direction i just don't don't make me say it (laughs) i made myself say it god Kara. um but like this is so beautiful when i first like skimmed this when you were reading i thought you said i thought it said liam's dad did that and i was like oh my god liam's dad is such a nice (laughs) fellow but the fact that liam did this and i can just like imagine because i feel like he probably felt like a little bit I don't know, he still, I feel like he still kind of felt, like, awkward in this mm-hmm. stage, so maybe he didn't feel as connected with the boys, so, like, him just, like, kind of take on this responsibility is so beautiful, like, he wasn't the oldest, he, like, wasn't, I don't know, I just, wow, what a good person. I know, this is really just, protecting his boys, For and, real. like, being there, and, uh and, like, it was just, he looked around and just knew, the he didn't need, the, the cameras didn't need to see that, I'll do it, like, 
that's his Gryffindor pulling through. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, you know, he was upset. Like, it's not like he wasn't yeah. like hurting, but like the fact that he just yeah. like pulled through all of them in tears. I don't want to even think about them in I tears. Know. This is painful. God, man, it's too sad, but freaking bless Liam's soul. I mean, yeah. he's just, he's just beautiful. Wow. Um, and the other thing he talked about was how happy he is with his girlfriend, Cheryl. Wow, love and is real. I know. What a wonderful woman she is, which was very sweet. And I'm sure we're going to find a lot more out when we actually get the magazine and get to read the full interviews. Um, but do you have any expectations for this? Also, given sort of like Harry's done something similar, do you think this will have a lot of pictures or a couple interviews? Um, will Liam do different fashion things, given that this is a fashion magazine as well? Do you think it'll mm. be similar to Harry's in that way? I mean, I don't think that he's going to go full avant-garde another man type of fashion, but I could see him, like, mm. being in, like, a cool, like, James Bond-type dapper, really well-cut suit, and, like, a nice... I could see him doing, you know, like, the like the typical fashion man pose where you're, like, holding your, like, wrist cuffs or whatever those are called, like, mm. in the suit. I can absolutely see a shot of that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I can also see a lot of shots of him, like, uh, the ones that we kind of gotten, like, to show off his tattoos and, like, his just, like, body, and not in, like, a creepy way, mm. just kind of, like, an artistic way. Um, but I also yeah. kind of want an entire spread of him, like, doing fighting poses and just being, like, square up Trump, like, let me fight you. And just, like, I wish that was, like, on the cover, like, Trump versus Pain. That would be pain. so funny. Yeah. Like, Whoa, it's pain time, Trump. Like, <laughs> Meet the pain. Yeah. Liam really does have, like, the perfect kind of, like, super villain name for that or whatever. Or or superhero. Superhero, I'd say. I think Trump yeah. is, like, the epitome of a <laughs> villain, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Um, yeah, I feel like, I agree. I don't think it'll be as, like, fashion, uh, like, quirky like Harry's was. Um, but I think because it is sort of a fashion magazine, and it seems quite artsy given the photos we've seen so far, um that I hope we get more photos like that and we do see some sort of fashion um, with that. Hopefully not like the Liam chain thing going on, <laughs> but maybe something more tailored to what sort of what you were saying. Um, and I do hope we get like a good interview from it mm. as well. Um, so I'm excited for that to come out. Hopefully we'll find out when or probably it's out and I just don't know. Um, Another story about Louis this time is a new song that is potentially coming out with him featured on it. According to a radio host, Mike Adam, um, Louis will allegedly be featured on an upcoming... Now, do you know how to pronounce this person's name? Uh... Baby? Bebe? Bebaby? Rexa? Oh, I don't (laughs) know. I think it's probably Bebe. Baby? Bebe? I really hope it's not Baby. That makes me uncomfortable, but... (laughs) Bebe Rexa. Um, or maybe it's like, I, I don't know. I think Bibi. Bibi. Bibi? Bibi. Let's go with Bibi. Um, recently, Bibi and her management followed him on Instagram. And Bibi gave an interview saying that she had a singer from a really huge boy band who was going to be featured on her upcoming song. And it's one of her favorite songs that she's ever done. Um, and I Bibi mean. is a... <laughs> 
Vivi is a singer, songwriter, and producer producer who's often featured on different artist albums, and she actually co-wrote Rihanna's song Monster. Oh, wow. Um, and she's worked with Nick Jonas, the Chainsmokers, Lena <clears throat> Gomez, and others. Um, I feel like, I feel like that's so cool. I hope it's Louie. Like, I mean, I don't know what other big boy yeah, band there is Yeah, what a huge boy band would there be? I'm saying, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems pretty targeted. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, it could, I don't think it would be Harry, given, like, the style of music, but, like, it could be Liam, I guess. But I feel like Louie fits this type more, mm. I think. Um, and, and they did follow, uh him on on instagram so that kind of gives us a big clue that it is louis intrigue um so are you excited for the song i mean any new louis <laughs> content i'm in for i don't really know much about her i've just like i think i've seen her around and not around but like mm. on the internet and i just think she's like beautiful <laughs> i think that's like kind of the only thing I, I don't even like know what she looks like i feel like she's blonde yeah but I, yeah she's blonde. okay yeah i had never heard of her before but this is really cool so I, I'm always down for a new song, because God knows when we're gonna get an album from anyone, so give me all the featured singles, wherever they are. Um, and that's it for our news. Um, not that that was short, that was 40 minutes, (laughs) but... But, you know, um, moving on to the main discussion this week, which is all about the women of 1D. So, March is Women's History Month, and it's also when International Women's Day was. Was that March 8th? Maybe? I think so. Um, And it's when Mother's Day in the UK is. Mother's Day is this Sunday in the UK, um, which is the 26th. Not in the US. Americans, America Mother Day, Mother's Day is on a different day. Um, I'm not sure about other countries' Mother's Days. (laughs) Um, But, so I figured, like, with all this going on, this is our last episode, perhaps in March, or maybe we have one more. We have one more in March, but not not before Mother's Day. Um, So I wanted to do an episode all about the women who work with Wendy, are related to, know, are involved in One Direction's life. Um, because they're all really awesome, and they're not always treated well, and we say things like, um, we talk about how they're not necessarily treated well, or people say mean things, but I wanted to sort of, like, build, like, do the other side, and, like, do positive things Mm -hmm. about the women, and, like, be supportive, and sort of, um, put out good in the world for the women in One Direction's lives. So, firstly, I wanted to say Happy Mother's Day to all of our lovely British mamas out there listening. Um, I know Sophie is a British mama. Is that weird to say a British mama? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, I call my mom mama sometimes, or ma, more like, it's like, ma! You classic. shouting to your mom ma i need food <laughs> why do you sound like i don't even know you sound like a cartoon turtle <laughs> i could be um but sophie happy mother's day and to all of our other mother british or uk listeners or in other countries that it's also mother's day <laughs> um happy mother's day you're all very lovely and you're appreciated and wonderful mm-hmm. um um, and the next thing I wanted to do was talk about the women in our life, just for a little brief moment before we get into the women of One Direction. Um, so which women have been impactful in your life, Kara? Um, I'd say my mom, because she gave birth to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so true. I mean, you can't argue with that one. Um, yeah. but I mean, also just like all of my friends, like who are women, like, they seriously, like, inspire me and, like, lift me up. And this is so cheesy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on freaking Oprah or something. Um, <laughs> but I honestly, I, like, I don't know where I'd be without, like, the strong 
like creative, intelligent, like self-sufficient, confident women that are in my life. It's just like mm-hmm. crazy and like, you know, like we do this podcast together and we're just two gals out on the town talking about 1D. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. yeah, I'm just like constantly inspired by women and especially the women in my life. Oh, that was really beautiful. Thanks. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. Like, my mom, obviously huge inspiration. I actually talked about her on the video I filmed today because someone asked, how's your relationship with your mom? Um, And I talked about how much she inspires me and just what a wonderful mother she is. Um, And I also have two sisters, and they've been amazing in my life, and I'm super close to them. Um, And obviously my friends as well. Um, just such wonderful women to surround myself Mm -hmm. with. And I feel like it's just so good to have people that like just understand you and get you and you can be you with. Mm -hmm. And I find that in a lot of the women that I surround myself with. Yeah. They just build me up. So thank you everyone who has been there for me Mm -hmm. at some point in my life. Um, and also like the women online that we meet. Yeah. so many cool and not that you just meet them but like the people who you don't meet as well like there's just so many easy ways to connect and to be inspired by women online um and you don't necessarily know them personally but they can still move you and change Mm. you so um anyway um there are lots of women involved in one direction in lots of ways we have the mothers sisters partners friends stylists managers vocal coaches songwriters hair and makeup artists choreographers managers directors and of course the fans um not all of them women but a lot of them are um and i feel like we don't necessarily talk about them i feel like sometimes even the big names that are like related to one direction are often the men like a lot of the songwriters are men who work with one direction and like julian and um julian Benetta, scott ryan something is it ryan, ryan scott or scott ryan <laughs> i feel like there's another first name in there oh man uh, but, like, and then you have, um, what's his name, who works with James Corden? Ben Winston. <laughs> we're ben doing Winston. great. We're just, like, men aren't important here, so we're not going to talk about them. They, honestly, this is about women, yeah. so I'm sorry I'm forgetting the men's names. Um, it's a, we're talking it's an artistic about choice. the women. It is an artistic <laughs> choice, okay? None of this, like, girlfriend of or sister to, like... This is about the women right now. Yeah, I feel like especially um, mothers really get, like, the, like, just the mother of. You know what I mean? Like, when right. you, I feel like when you become a mother, you that's, like, your entire identity. Yeah. And, like, I, I think that's, like, really diminishing and, like, kind of <laughs> strips them of their individuality and, like, their personhood. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're saying, like, put in the, all the men, including One Direction, to be honest, on pause for today. Bye, guys. And focusing, <laughs> focusing on the women that have both helped One Direction become who they are, inspired fans in ourselves, but also just done some really, like, awesome stuff in their own lives and for to better the world in general, not related anything to do with One Direction. Um, so I guess let's just kind of jump into that. Um, the first person I wanted to talk about was Lou Teasdale. I feel like she's definitely someone in the fandom that's really well known. Mm -hmm. Um, she is a hair and makeup artist, a businesswoman, an author, a mom, and a YouTuber. Um, she's been with 1D since the X Factor where she did their hair and makeup on the show. And then she chose to travel the world with them. 
um, on their tours and continue to work with them on photo shoots and tours and all that good stuff. But she's also written a book called The Craft, which is like a beauty, not a booty, (laughs) booty tips, (laughs) beauty tips and tricks um, guide, which uh, looks really amazing. I didn't um, ever buy it, but it just looks so cool. It's got just like really like daring makeup and like hair things that you can do. Um, And she runs the book channel, which is a YouTube channel that has lots of different makeup tutorials and they have like different Instagram makeup artists come on, which is cool. She also um, uh, runs the book agency, which is a creative fashion management that represents photographers, stylists, illustrators, and hair and makeup artists. Um, And she's also a mom, which is just one facet of her entire like, whoever, who, whoever she is, who she is, um, and I know she, a mom to Lux, who a lot of people know, um, when I was asking my sister, like, just to make sure I got all, like, the key women in One Direction, she was like, oh, make sure you get Lux in there, um, because Lux is, um, uh, her daughter, and, She brought her on tour and, like, was a mom and a working, like, mom who worked on tour and traveled the world and also was setting up this company with a book agency and, like, writing a book and all this amazing stuff. Um, And I don't know. It's really, really inspiring. What what are your thoughts on Lou Teasdale, Kara? I think that it's just, like, it's just so cool that women can do so much at one time. Like, I don't know. I'm just always inspired by anyone who can multitask. (laughs) Like, I think that like, I mean, I, I'm not a mom, so I don't know, but I feel like being a mother is like multitasking constantly. And like, just the fact Mm -hmm. that like, I don't know, Lou seems to be doing like so many things at once and like successfully. And I'm sure she has a huge team behind her, but she's still doing it. Um, and like, it's really cool to see like the, um, like the makeup looks at like, she comes up with slash like her company and like that kind of stuff comes up with because it's like it's like alternative but also and like high fashion-y but like also like brought down to a level that you can actually do um Mm -hmm. and I know that they work with like um NYX which is like a company a makeup brand that's like pretty inexpensive actually um which is like it's always cool to see like famous people use like inexpensive things that I could (laughs) actually afford and not like $75 for like a one strand brush or something I don't know Mm -hmm. but Yeah, I just think, I think it's really cool. And, like, yeah, she's, I didn't realize, I guess I'd never, I've never put two and two together that she was literally there from the X Factor days. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, how freaking awesome is that, that she just, like, happened to freaking be paired with One Direction and just, like, they hit it off. And, like, I feel like she just had, like, a really good bond with the boys and, like, kind of was just, like, a good, like, grounding figure for them. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like that probably was, like, just a comforting, like, she was a comforting figure to have on the road. Yeah, I think so, too. And it seems like, because you know them at the beginning, like, you sort of grow with them, you know? Like, she was there to see the boys go from, like, 16-year-old kids to, like, 23-year-old, more, like, men, adults, or whatever you want to, (laughs) whatever you want to say. But, like, she was there through it all, and to have, like, to, I think they, I think they're close to them. It seems like they're all friends, and I know, like, even, like, Harry's sister is really good friends yeah. with her. Um, and also, I think it's really cool how I think often people who are interested in makeup and hair are seen, like, women who do makeup and hair are seen, seen as sort of, like, ditzy and dumb and, um, like, 
unintelligent and don't really have much to offer. And she just, like, takes that sort of stupid stereotype and, like, throws it in the trash. Like, she she's written her own book. Like, um, she runs her own business. Like, these are... Like, she's doing this and also she wears makeup and does hair and, like, all this other stuff. I don't know. She... She... I just, I just really like that there's someone like that where you can be like, no, look, stop, stop telling like girls who wear makeup that they're dumb. Like you can be intelligent and multifaceted, um, and like be a businesswoman as well and still Mm -hmm. be like into those sort of girly type things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and she also, speaking of like the cool makeup, like she definitely inspires me to want to try to do more interesting makeup. Like, not that I've necessarily tried the stuff that she um, does, but like it makes me go, like, hmm, I should try that one day. <laughs> or like, like make me want to do cool things. And I think just like be yourself and like to be weird and not to worry about what other people think. Yeah. Um, I feel like she expresses that kind of, um, I don't know what the word is, like the the not mantra the i don't like self-confidence know. yeah it's like a self-confidence type thing yeah um and how do you think lou has impacted 1d in the fandom generally hmm i think i mean like think of all the iconic one direction hair looks they're probably done by mm-hmm. her um which is really cool to think about um mm-hmm. and I think that it's just, like, really cool to um, have, like, I don't know. I always thought it was really cool that we, like, knew who was going, like, what was going on behind the scenes. And, like, we had, like, a sort of personal connection with someone that worked with One Direction. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, following her on social media, like, all, like, all different platforms. And just, like, kind of knowing her as a person as much as, like, one can know a, a celebrity. But I just I always thought it was, like, really cool and, like, what made... Um, my connection with One Direction different from, like, other bands because I, like, know mm-hmm. this entire network of people that, like, are behind yeah. them and that, they, like, One Direction themselves love and just, like, I, I just, like, kind of love to see, like, the entire, like, crew um, mm-hmm. and, like, their crew family. Like, it's just, like, it's it's really cool to see. Yeah. It makes it more, like, relatable. Yeah. And you sort of understand the background of what goes on and it grounds people more, too. Yeah. I think knowing that, like, there's people around them um that are just like keeping them grounded Mm -hmm. um yeah I think yeah and I think too like with the you said the iconic hairstyles that they've had like the swirly cinnamon hair roll that Louis had or you know the one streak that Zane had that one time like those have become iconic in the fandom and they wouldn't be there if it weren't for Lou (laughs) not that I'd say those are her biggest achievements but you know they're important they are um to the fandom um, okay, let's move on. Or do you have any closing thoughts for the Tuesday? No, I just want to go watch her, like, Insta story right now. <laughs> Me too. Oh, everyone go follow her Instagram story because she always has cool makeup artists on there. And follow her Snapchat and go follow her Instagram and all that good stuff. <laughs> um, I know her sister and Alex Bronson, I think her name is, run bleach london which is the hair oh yeah i like that too like hair dye color stuff and she works with it a lot and does really cool stuff so um i kind of want to do go to bleach london and get my hair dyed when i go to england Ooh. and maybe i will but then the upkeep is expensive so yeah and probably <laughs> going there is probably really expensive too i know man i could i could just buy the bottle and do it myself yeah 
Um, okay, moving on to Caroline Watson, who was One Direction's, she's, sorry, let me start that again. Caroline Watson is a menswear stylist, um, and she worked with 1D picking out clothes for their tour and on photo shoots shoots and stuff like that. Um, and I know she's also worked with Zayn since he's gone solo. Um, I believe Zayn is her daughter's godfather. Um, she's also a mom. Um, and I feel like we don't know as much about her as we do Lou Teasdale. Um, but she obviously was important in styling One Direction. Um, I don't know if she still works with them like the last year, because I think she started to work with Zayn. Um, but she is in the um, the movie This Is Us. She's the one who's taking the photos of Harry while he's, like, posing against the wall. And, like, she gets frustrated with him when he's not um, posing like a normal person. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on um, Caroline, Kara? Wow, I, like, miss her. I haven't, like, it's so weird because, like, I think that after, like, Zayn left One Direction, like, she you know, like, was working with Zayn more, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, weird because I literally haven't, like, heard of her really in reference, I don't know, just in general, I guess, for, like, a couple of years now. But I still do follow her on Instagram and stuff. um, And she, like, posts cool stuff, uh, like her outfits and things. But, I mean, she was definitely um, a big part of One Direction. I mean, she literally chose the iconic looks that like you know what I mean like I just feel like these are these are people that are like hand shaping one direction that we Mm -hmm. like knew them as and how we know them um yeah and I mean I don't I don't I can't remember like specific outfits and I but I feel like she kind of just did like everything back in the day probably Mm -hmm. like at least mostly or at least like headed the team that did it Mm -hmm. so I mean it's cool yeah because like I remember seeing video clips of her having picked out clothes that she thinks the boys will like and then like Louis was coming in and like holding up shorts or like Liam tried something on and like clearly didn't fit but like she's the one who went and picked out all those clothes and collected things and then obviously for like award shows and red carpets um picking out um different clothes for the boys um and again she's a mom and she's working in like the fashion industry and doing both and is multifaceted um And, yeah, I think she was an important part of the fandom and One Direction. Um, I wish I knew more about, like, who else she styles and stuff, um, but I sadly don't. Um, All right, let's move on to another big one, Gemma Styles. Um, Gemma is a freelance journalist who's written for MTV, uh, the Debrief, La Femme Collective, Teen Vogue, and a number of other publications. She writes very feministy and in a very relatable way that works well to reach young people, especially young women. Um, she's very inspiring and like almost acts as a mentor for the people who read her writing. Um, I know she went to university with the intention of studying science and then decided to do like science teaching science and then eventually it went turned into journalism. Um, I remember listening to a podcast podcast. I think it was something to do with Bleach London or oh. not, I don't some some podcast related to either like Topshop or something like that um, where she was talking about like how her career path changed. Um, and I feel like she just kind of like the big sister to like a lot of like a virtual big sister to at least I feel that um to a lot of people 
Um, oh my god, why is she also... so cool that she know she can she's good at science and writing? Like I can I I'm barely literate and that's my yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm major in English and she's out here just being freaking multifaceted goddess. Like I teach know. me some science. And she's girl. gorgeous. Like, wow. Gemma can do it all I know. for real. Um, I said she's also a sister, daughter, friend, partner. I'm trying to, I'm trying to name all the multifaceted aspects of every woman I talk about. Um, I was making up little clips, uh, like Instagram posts that I'm gonna post um, as the episode comes out and stuff. And I was like, okay, what can I say about Gemma? Like cat lover, like learner, feminist. Like I was trying to think of all these <laughs> things because people. I think that's a key thing. Like people think women are often one-dimensional, and that's just untrue. LOL, yeah. Um, Yeah, and Harry is her younger brother, um, and she honestly just seems like such an amazing older sister to him, like, and like a regular, just normal, it just seems like very normal, like she's supportive, she teases him, like she keeps him in line, Um, like it just seems like you under, it's so so easy to understand brother-sister relationships because um, like we all, a lot of us have them, so... Um, it's just nice to see that, I guess. Um, and I do like in her writing, she, um, tries to understand feminism from an intersectional point of view, which I fully support and respect. And honestly, there isn't any other type of feminism that you should support. Um, and I also think she tries to like correct her mistakes and learn Mm -hmm. and grow. Um, and I think that's sometimes hard to say that like, you're not always right. But to be like, I'm going to keep questioning and learning and trying to develop my feminism so it can be the best it can be. Yeah, that's the most feminist um, thing you can do. Exactly. Is to admit mistakes and admit when you don't know everything about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, as a white woman. Like, we're both white women. And, like, to just, like, say, I don't... I'm not a black woman, so I don't understand that experience. I'm not going to try to speak for a black woman. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel mm-hmm. like... And I think that, like, I've seen some of her articles where she like, talks about intersectionality and talks about how important it is to, like, kind of, like, stay in her lane, but also try to understand intersexuality. And I just... Intersectionality, not intersexuality. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I just... I I really think that it's, like... I don't know. I think it's definitely really important um, to be writing in a, like, a, um, like, relatable way that you were saying. Like, a very, like, understandable Mm -hmm. way. Yeah, and it's also so enjoyable to read her writing. Yes, I love Not it. only does it make it, like, understandable, and she's trying to make sort of these, um, like, ideas that can either get very political or, like, theoretical um, into, like, a way that, you know, a 16-year-old could understand, but also just, like, her writing's fun to read. It's, like, it all, it reminds me of your writing. Oh, like, wow. Where it's, like, witty and, like, casual and, um, like, doesn't necessarily follow, like, the white man's style of, like, what you're what like how people are supposed to write or whatever um does that make sense i feel like that's a phrase i often use but it's because i have like an understanding of what that like means. a scholarly like oxford <laughs> university like paper yeah. yeah right which i'm sure Gemma can write oh like for that. sure but like that's like the point is to write in a way that's going to reach people and she definitely does that in a really entertaining way yeah and that shouldn't um, be ju- the only standard of intelligence is to be able to write right. like an oxford professor like it's ridiculous yeah in a very like objective way like subjective is also really good and emotional is really good yeah um and like i feel like that is so much more relatable a lot of the times yeah um and also she writes a lot about mental health and like 
social media pressures and body image and just like really important things that are not usually talked about and need to be talked about. And I feel like she like goes for those subjects and wants to discuss them because she thinks they're important. And especially for like young women who are probably the majority of her readers. Yeah. Um, reading those types of things and, like, trying to be, like, none of us, like, are, not everyone, you know, talking about, like, Instagram and how it's, like, people put up their best parts of themselves on Instagram and, like, you know, we all have other things going on in our lives that make us imperfect and that's okay. It's okay Mm -hmm. to be imperfect. Mm -hmm. Um... What else did I say? I said she's gorgeous too and her hair is inspiring. I was about to say that. I was like, I think we have to talk about her hair. Like I know that we're trying to talk about like not just physical aspects of people because that's not the most important aspect of a person. But I just need to say that I think that like her hair, she just kills it consistently with the hair. I forgot that she had like that beautiful like long purple blue hair. Like that was Mm -hmm. honestly like inspirational aspirational like so incredible like those like photo shoot like the photo shoot of her like with that hair and like the jean jacket like is iconic honestly it is it's, i go back to that like i just like need to look at that every time i would get a poster of that like, i mean i would like it, it i know it's so amazing and the hair that she has now like the blunt like gray hair is such a good freaking chic look like she just looks like that mm-hmm. she could go into a board meeting of 30 men and just and boss people absolutely up. and just like take them down and just like come out with 12,000 stocks I don't don't know anything (laughs) about the stock market but I feel like she could do it she would yeah Gemma like every time her hair just is impeccable all the time every time I know I feel like she's she's gorgeous she's just such a good like advertisement for bleach like I understand like why people would go and spend so much money because it just like she like obviously her hair looks incredible so like why wouldn't you want that oh wow I know uh she this is like I just her hair she's hair goals for sure yeah um, does she inspire you specifically, Kara? Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, I think I'm gonna have to go listen to that podcast. I feel like probably if you just Google, mm-hmm. like, um, Gemma Styles podcast and, like, look for it, um, you'll yeah. find it. But, um, because I think, like, I'm at the age where I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. That's disgusting to think about. I don't want to think about that. But, like, the <laughs> fact that she, like, changed her uh, career path so, um, drastically is mm-hmm. inspiring and kind of just, like, makes me feel more at ease. Um, Because I know that's, like, Mm -hmm. kind of a common thing, but, like, no one really says it is. Like, it's just kind of, like, under the radar where a lot of people, like, don't end up using what they majored in in school. And, like, it ends up being okay, but people, like, don't really talk about that. Um, And just the fact that she's, like, really smart. Like, she's just really smart. Like, you can just tell. Mm -hmm. And with, I don't know, like, her tweets are just so normal. And just, like, the fact that she just hangs out with her cat. Um, I don't know. I, I really want to. I, I really want to freaking get a cat, man. I, I feel like I haven't had enough cat time in my life. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. that's that's not related. But I feel like because like what she does now, it's like freelance journalism um, in the kind of areas that I would want to do. So I mean, like, let's work together, Gemma. Let's just like start our own mm-hmm. publication. Like you know, like Sugarscape is down. So that I feel would be like, so cool. I'm in. I'm down. Um, you know, I I can read and write. And so that's all you need. That's all all you need, girl. Like, yeah, I am literate. so true. <laughs> yeah, I think she's just so inspiring, and also because, like you said, like she just hangs out with her cat. She's really normal. Like it just seems like big sister type thing. Like I don't have a big sister, uh, but she just like seems like someone who's really nice and like is is doing her own thing and like 
working and figuring things out and is it confused sometimes and like says that's okay to be confused um and like she is a really good writer and it just makes you feel like you can do what you want and you can figure it out and um like other people are just bopping around to not necessarily knowing what they're doing um and i don't know even though she's also like put together (laughs) Um, yeah but like i just seem i feel like she just Really relatable. Um, yeah, because, like, doesn't her, like, yeah. social media presence... I feel like her social media presence seems like something that could just be, like, one of my friends. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, like, seems... Yeah. It's, like, so just nice to see. Um, and also, I love that she's, like, very positive on her social media presence. Mm-hmm. Like, to people that, like, um, comment back to her and say, like, oh, I love your writing. Like, it, like I read your posts all the time and, like, every time mm-hmm. it comes out. And, like, she, like, goes out of her way to, like, say thank you to them. And, like, that ma- her makes mm-hmm. makes her day and stuff. And I just feel like she's very, like, humble in that way. And, like, I love to see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gemma, you are an inspiring babe. And I know. we love you. Seriously, though. Thank you so much for everything you do. Real. Um... How has she pa- impacted 1D and, like, the One Direction fandom, do you think, sort of on a greater scale? Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, I feel like we, like, a, like, a lot of the One Direction fandom just, like, stands for her. Um, mm-hmm. And I just feel like we just love... I mean, I don't want to say we, but I feel like... I don't know. I think that we all... <laughs> we collect. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we do just love to see Harry and Gemma's banter. Like, the, like I think today she posted a picture of him of Harry Mm -hmm. and her together on Instagram and like I feel like she knows like what the people want you know and like I (laughs) god bless like you know what I mean I just I love to see that and like I remember like you know like from Harry's X Factor audition you can Gemma's there supporting him and like that just is so beautiful to just like see their family Mm -hmm. bond and like how supportive she is and it's Mm -hmm. just so great and like like, think of the thing that she wrote in Another Man magazine. Like, just, like, yeah. absolutely glowing and, like, mm-hmm. it couldn't be more positive and just radiating pride for her little brother. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, that's the kind of stuff that, like, anyone would want and to, to know that Harry's, like, surrounded with love and that she's surrounded with love. And I'm just, I love the Styles family so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I stand the style. Honestly, though. <laughs> it's too true. Um... Yeah, I agree. Like, just just the support that she clearly gives Harry. Like, they're clearly really close. Um, and obviously, like, we don't know their relationship, but, like, just w- the little snippets that we get yeah. online. Like, it's really just nice to see. Um, and I think because a lot of the fandom does know who Gemma is and follows Gemma, like, they're absorbing that stuff that she's putting yeah. out into the world. Like, the kindness and like, talking about mental health and talking about feminism, and she's able to reach a really wide audience of young people who maybe aren't learning these things in school, because God knows high school doesn't teach you anything. Um, (laughs) So, like, (laughs) she's, like, all these things that we've talked about that she writes about and sort of, like, gives off to the world, um, they're going directly to fans in the fandom, which I just think is so important and powerful, so... Um, she's definitely been such a positive thing, such a positive woman, woman in my life and in the fandom's life. Um, okay, the next lovely lady we're talking about is Lottie Tomlinson. 
Um, and Lottie is a makeup artist and hairstylist um, who was mentored by Lou Teasdale and went on tour with One Direction and I think like worked on some of the photo shoots and stuff like that. She's a really awesome Instagram and does a ton of cool makeup styles um, and some of which are up on the YouTube channel, the book channel, which I talked about, which was Lou Teasdale's and her company's channel. Um, and I know she's also done some really awesome, like, um, collaborations with companies. She helped design and launch nail a nail polish line with Nails Inc. and a lipstick line as well. Um, she's also an older sister to five younger siblings and a younger sister to Louie. Um, and another accomplishment she had was being offered a chance to do make to do the makeup on Selena Gomez's tour that she ended up turning down to stay home and take care of her siblings while her mom underwent chemotherapy. Mm. Um, but I just she's really really cool, so young and yet doing so many things. Like she's younger than me. I think she's eighteen. Um, I'm twenty two. And, like, the fact that she's doing such incredible things at such a young age is always so inspiring to me. Yeah. What do you... What what inspires you about Lottie? I think that just, like... Like, what we were saying about, like, Lou Teasdale, just the fact that she does such cool, interesting things with makeup that's not just, like, just, like, a, you know, a black eyeliner wing and just, like, mm-hmm. a clear gloss. I don't know. I just... I think that she's always constantly doing, like kind of, like, cool, but, like, taking it to a level that you can wear every day. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I've just seen some, like, of her, like, um, makeup tutorials, which which is her, like, using, like, her fingers and, like, using, like, one or two eyeshadows, but it looks so cool and, like, mm-hmm. it's something that I could actually do and not when I'm watching, like, YouTube tutorials trying to, like, take notes and use, like, 25,000 <laughs> different eyeshadows. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It just, like, it looks cool. Um, and I love her hair so much. Like, her gray hair just looks so mm. cool and good. Um, and, I mean, I her social media presence is very... I keep on using the word cool, but, like, it honestly is. Like, it <laughs> yeah. really is. She's always, like, very trendy. The pictures always look so cool. Like, I don't know. I always want to try to recreate the makeup she does, but I feel like I have nowhere to wear it. But, like, you know she's just, like, wearing it around. Yeah. Like, that's just... Like, you can just wear the cool makeup and, like, go out there and, like, live your life and live your dream. Um, and, yeah. And I also, like, love seeing... She does a lot of Snapchat videos and that are very, like, homey and, like, just with her younger siblings. Um, and again, like, I know we keep coming back to, like, these people are all so normal. It's because, like, just because you're a celebrity or, like, people... A lot of people know you doesn't mean you're not a normal person. And, like, I do really like getting that, like, sort of... Um, just, like, seeing her act as a big sister, and it, she seems like a really great big sister, and, like, takes care of her younger siblings, and spends a lot of time with them, um, and obviously, um, like, took on a big role when her mom was sick. Yeah. So, that's just the fact that she's able to juggle all these things, again, multitasking, like, hard thing to do. When you're so young. Yeah. Like, she's making her own money, like, she's got things together she's like doing this and she's 18 i'm like what have i done with my life like you know um but it is it's really really cool to see um and like i feel like too for for louis they're very close and um like she's super supportive of him i know like whenever just hold on comes on she's always snapchatting it and like dancing around to it um and i feel like um 
because they're now sort of closer in age, like, not, not like, actually distance-wise, but, like, you know, maturity-wise, yeah. as she gets older, like, you get closer sometimes to your siblings that may, there may have been, like, 11 to 17 is a kind of big gap, but, like, 18 to 25 is not as a feeling as a big of gap. So I feel like they've gotten really close, and it's good to see that support for each other there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, how do you think she's affected the 1D fandom and, or 1D and the fandom, I guess? I think that, like, seeing her take on, like, so much at a young age, I feel like is really inspiring. Um, and also Mm -hmm. just, like, seeing, again, like, the support she gives Louie and that Louie gives her is, like, so beautiful. Like, I think that it, like, really says something about a person to see their relationship with their family um mm-hmm. I mean like there are a lot of nuances in that and I'm not saying that everyone you know what I mean but like <laughs> yeah, in this instance yeah. like I just feel like they like seeing their like friendship is so beautiful um and mm-hmm. um I didn't cry by the way I just like choked a little bit <laughs> but like honestly like I, I might as well start crying but yeah. yeah yeah and like just I feel like the fandom a lot of them know who she is and follow her and um like, look at her makeup tutorials and think that's really cool and, like, look up to her in a lot of ways. So, um, I'm, I'm so glad, like, the siblings of One Direction have also become, like, prominent figures in our life. Because I feel like when you say you like One Direction or a fan of One Direction, it doesn't just mean you're a fan of this one band and their music. It means, like, you're a fan of them, but also everything that comes around with, around them and, like, in their own right, you know? Yeah. It's not, I'm, I don't just like Gemma or Lottie because they happen to be the siblings of Louis and Harry. Like, I like them because they're awesome women who do really cool things yeah. and are inspiring uh, in their own right. And, like, I happen to have found them through One Direction, but it doesn't mean that I'm not sticking around because of One... Like, I'm sticking around because of them. Yeah, like, I found Ed Sheeran through One Direction, but, you yeah. know... Yeah, but, like, you learn about them in their own right, and you're like, these are really awesome people. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of some more siblings, I sort of grouped some of other Louis' younger sisters, Felicity or Fizzy, Phoebe and Daisy, um, together because they're not as, um, well, I mean, I, they do have a big social media presence, and actually, Felicity has also just started a YouTube channel, really? which is really exciting. Oh. Yeah, she put up her first video the other day. Oh, um, wow, I'm excited. It's like a get-to-know-you thing. Um, but she's really awesome, and I know she's posted a lot of body positivity things on her Instagram. Um, she's very feminist and very, like, aware, yeah. socially aware. Yeah, she always tweets about, like, intersectionality yeah. and feminism and acceptance and... Just, like, I totally forgot to put all that in. Like, I'm just thinking of it now. But just, like, she definitely seems like she is trying to learn and grow and understand the world and, like, put positive things out there and um, just really just on the right, like, road. (laughs) I don't don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, because she's Um, so young and, like, I mean, like, I just, I don't want to say that as, like, a diminishing factor. I'm just saying it as, like, that's so cool that, like, Mm-hmm. Because, like, um, with the internet, God, I sound so old. I was like, with the internet, these <laughs> kids these days. But, like, I just feel like we're just, it's just really cool to see. And, like, the fact that, mm-hmm. like, young people can have such a good impact on other young people is so inspiring and cool. Mm-hmm. 
Because, like, she's 16, and, like, wow. someone who's also 16 might listen to a 16-year-old more than they're going to listen to, like, a 40-year-old, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, having someone in your age group who's able to talk about things in a way that you understand um, is so important. And she does have a huge following, and the fact that she's using that to promote, like, intersectional feminism is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I was going to say... Phoebe and Daisy. So I'm excited to see what Felicity yes. does with her YouTube channel because she's also really gorgeous and I, I feel know. like she could do some really cool tutorials or like outfit videos, but also I want to see her talk about like feminism mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and then Phoebe and Daisy are both younger. I think they're like 12 or 13-ish, um, but they also have Instagram accounts and um, post a lot of pictures. And I feel like there's a lot of people around their age that follow them, you yeah. know? As a 22-year-old, it's, like, a bit of a gap between, like, a 12 or 13-year-old. I mean, I still follow them on Instagram, but I feel like um, people their age follow them and, like, uh, I guess that's sort of in their age group. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm, like, I don't know what they're going to do. I know they've even gotten, like... They still have business deals already. They're, like, oh my God. doing different, like, promo stuff. And, like, I am always so supportive of people who, like, do business deals on Instagram or, like, are, are like, you know, what are they called? Sponsorships? Like, yeah, sponsorships. Like, Honestly, get that money, girl. girl. Like, I it's know. something you believe she's in. Like, like, get it. Right. 12 or 13 and you're already doing sponsorships? Like, that is awesome. Like, you're making your own money. That is so cool. Um, so, like, props to them for doing that, and I'm always gonna like those Instagrams so they get more likes and they can make more money because I support that. And they just, like, seem Um, so, like, goofy and funny, like, when they're, um, in, like, I know, um, in, like, Lottie's, uh, what's called Snapchats and stuff, they just seem so normal and, like, they're just, like, having, like, I don't know, they just seem so normal and cool and funny and... I know. Just, like, 12-year-old kids, you know? Yeah, they're, like, literally, like, my younger sisters. Like, I get that, you know? Like, that's just, just, you know, they're just young kids doing their thing. Um, And I'm sure they're going to go on to do amazing things in their Mm -hmm. life. Um, I know one of them at least sings. Oh, cool. that's cool. Um, Who knows? We'll maybe have another Tomlinson singer in the fam. Amazing. Um, and again, like, all of them are just siblings of Louie, and, and, like, obviously he's really close to his family, and the support system there is, um, really mm. good as well. Uh, the next person I'm gonna talk about, or we're gonna talk about, is Anne Twist, of course. Um, Anne is a lovely woman. I'm not sure exactly what her, like, job is, um, but I know she works with a lot of charities mm-hmm. raising money, um, in support supporting really important causes from the another man magazine it seems like her and her husband robin might own like um the local like pub that harry used to go to wasn't there that type of thing like they're the owners of it maybe something like that they probably try to keep it under wraps which is like very understandable (laughs) yeah well hopefully we didn't let that (laughs) um but yeah, I think, I, I know she does a lot of work with charities and raising money for important causes. Um, and she just seems like such an important, uh, supportive mom to Harry and Gemma. Um, and like, you can just see where they get like their openness and kindness. Yes. Um, I know she's always posting really inspiring quotes on Instagram and just like telling everyone to be nice to everyone and like be loving and also like a whole bunch of cute cat videos, <laughs> um, which are always acceptable in my I mind. Know. Um, 
And it just seems like she's really, she lives with these values and she's instilled them in her kids. And the fact that she, like, puts that out there too on her social media presence, I feel like encourages other people to act that way and follow those same values as well. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, just, like, her social media presence just, like, brings a smile to me. Like, the fact that she just, like, posts, like, pictures of her cat just, like, again, makes her feel so (laughs) normal and just, like, sweet and Mm -hmm. just, like, I'm just, like, wow. And what a wholesome lady, like, just spreading kindness. And, like, she always, like, posts, like, inspiring quotes about being kind to others. And, like, you can tell Mm -hmm. that, like, that's clearly the things she was, like, telling Harry and Gemma when they were growing up. Like, it worked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, like, that's the kind of thing that, like, I need to, like, write down. Whoa, voice crack of the century. I need to, like, (laughs) write down um, and just, like, remember if I ever become a mom or something. Just be like, okay, like, let me take, like, and, and, and Anne needs to write like a parenting book. I would buy that, even though I have no, I know. no, um, you know, uh, I'm not gonna become a parent anytime soon. But like, I honestly would buy it. Like, I need some tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. She really just, it, she just really does exude like kindness and, um, just the support also that she shows for her children online. Yes. Even like she just seems like such a supportive mom and like. I know we said, like, being, when you become a mom, that's not all who you are. You're so many things. But also, being a mom can be who you are if you choose it to be. And, like, that is, like, something to be proud of. And I think a lot of times moms get a bad rap for either, like, just being a mom or, like, not working or, like, being a working mom. Then you're not spending time with your kids. Women can't win. They, they really can't. Like, there's no way to be a woman and to have everyone, like, think you're okay. Yeah. There's always something they're going to try to tear you down. Um, and, like, man, Anne is, like, such a good mom. Like, I don't know her, but, like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I feel like she is. Um, like, she's always, and... like, retweeting, like, um, charities that, like, have to do mm-hmm. with, if, like, the One Direction fandom is, like, trying to raise money. And, like, Harry's honor. Like, I know that she's retweeted, like, um, Styles Movie News um, like, uh, her, uh, charity work that she's done and just, like, mm-hmm. has, like, retweeted it and, like, been involved in it. Like, she hasn't just, like, retweeted mm-hmm. it once and been like, oh, okay, but, like, she has, like, actually been like, good job, guys, and, like, kept on, like, retweeting mm-hmm. and, like, keeping updated with, like, the kind of charity work that the One Direction fandom has done. And it's, like, clearly she yeah. is involved and, like, really proud of the One Direction fandom for doing that kind of thing. Yeah. She's doing Harry's job for him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Harry Harry won't retweet, so Anne Anne steps up to the plate. Um, And she equally is so supportive of, like, Gemma's writing and her work. Um, And you're like, well, like, duh, she's a bomb. Like, you know, it's just because Harry's famous doesn't mean she likes him better or something. (laughs) It's like, she has two incredibly talented kids, and she loves them and supports them. Um, And I just, I love seeing that. I love support and love and everything. I know. Spreading in the world, all good. All and they're all just stuff. so beautiful. Like, I'm seeing these pictures and, like, I honestly, know. like, what a goddamn good-looking family. <laughs> like, so beautiful. Anne is really, really gorgeous. And you know, like, they so got her their, like, their looks from her. Like, they look a lot like yeah. her. And, like, Gemma and her look so much alike. And they're just so beautiful. And Harry, yeah. to be honest. Um, wow. They're so beautiful. I know. Bless um, their genetics. I, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I also love that video from, like, back in sort of X-Factor days where her and Harry are just sitting together and he's sort of, like, snuggled up to her. Um, and she's saying that, like, no ba- matter how big and famous he gets, like, he's always going to be her baby. And I just, like, she's just so normal and, like, grounded. Oh. And I feel like it's so important to have... Speaking as someone who's never experienced fame, I feel like it's really important to have your family there. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, they people always say, like, having those people you can go back to, like, your home base to make you feel normal. And, like, that's obviously, like, what Anne has done, you know, to treat her kids normally. Yeah. And, you know, um, just be their mom. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I also love the Instagram post of Gemma and Harry that she posted with the, um, from them at the Another Man, like, magazine launch with the caption, my greatest accomplishment. I love that. That was really cute. Oh, baby. I know. Um, how do you think Anne has just generally affected 1D in the fandom? I think, honestly, I feel like I would never want to do something that Anne would disapprove of. (laughs) Like, truly and honestly, like, I know we're like, what would Harry do? But, like, would Mm -hmm. Anne approve of this is another, like, thing to, like, live your life by. Because just, like, every time I see her post something, like, a kind quote on Instagram or something, I'm just like, Anne, you're so right. Like, I should have been nicer (laughs) to the person at the store today or something. Not that I was mean to them, but I should have been, like, exuding happiness and positivity to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like Anne just, like, reminds me constantly. (laughs) She calls me up and just like, hey, Kara, like, stop being such a little whatever but um i i yeah i just feel like she constantly reminds us to like be more kind and i think that like Mm. honestly kindness is underrated and i think kind is the coolest thing that you could be it that's so true and like the fact that she is so well known in the fandom and everyone a lot of people follow her again she's like sharing those values with a ton of people and like when when you do see that type of stuff, it does inspire that in you to be kind and to, like, remember that everyone's coming from their own situation that you don't know about yeah. and you don't know everyone's lives and just to, like, treat people kindly no matter what. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I feel like she has touched the fandom yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, the next person we're talking about is another lovely mama, Jay Deacon, um, or Johanna, Johanna, we still don't know how to pronounce it. Um, but Jay was a beautiful, caring woman, charity campaigner. Um, she organized and hosted many fundraisers, including the I Believe in Magic Cinderella Ball, um, that her and Louie put together. Um, she's always been incredibly supportive of her children and everything they do, and she obviously raised her children in a really great way and, uh, taught them values of giving back and treating others with kindness. Um, and you can just see this in the way that Louis appreciates his fans, and I feel like it's so obvious the values Jay instilled Mm -hmm. in her kids, just seeing Louis's interaction online with fans um, and Jay's interaction online with yeah. fans. Um, like, she always took the time to respond to people and to just tell them how much she cares about the fans and how much Louis cares about the fans. Um, and just, it was so obvious by everything she did online, like, the small parts of her that we, that we knew, um, that she was just, like, incredibly... Um, 
kind and smart and giving woman. Yeah. I just feel like she took an opportunity, like, and made the absolute, like, I don't even know. Like, she didn't have to do all this charity work, but she did. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's so incredible. Like, she constantly was doing so much. And just, like, her and Louis, like, as a team, was, like, seriously so incredible like they did so much good in the world and I think that like Louis is going to continue to um carry on her legacy and like her entire like all her children are going to mm-hmm. um but like you can definitely see that with Louis I feel like he does so much charity work to this day um and um it's just like really incredible to like see the impact that she has had on him mm-hmm. and I feel like she was definitely I would say her and Anne are the two mothers of one of the One Direction boys that yeah. we know the yeah. most given their like social media presence. Yeah. Um and just she just felt so it felt like she was kind of like a mother of the fandom yeah. in a lot of ways and like took on that role mm. um and touched so many people. Um, and also, like, with her own family, she always showed support for her children. I know, like, all her Instagram posts are, like, posts of her kids mm-hmm. telling them how proud she is of them. Um, and, like, and that's just, like, on top of whatever private relationships they have, you yeah. know? Like, we just see this social media thing, um, which is a very, like, out- outward thing, but you, like, know that it's coming from, like, a really rich relationship underneath. Um, and I remember she was... she she talked about Louis being her best friend. Mm. Um, and I think like Louis having that support system, um, and like having someone just so rooting for him and loving him and being there for him, um, is really important. And especially going through the transition of like, um, like through X factor and, and becoming like the world's biggest boy band type of thing, um, was really important. And I think that, like, honestly, I feel like when, like, men, like, Louis was, like, raised around so many women, I feel like that can only mm-hmm. have good impacts, you know what I mean? I just feel mm-hmm. like strong women teaching, like, just, like, being raised around strong women is only going to have good influences on you. Like, there's there's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Um, And I just feel like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she just seemed like such a strong and independent woman. I always felt like she was very much like a matriarch, you know? You talk about the patriarch and how, like, patriarchal society that we have is, like, where men have sort of this power and, like, they have this privilege that women don't have. But I feel like in her life, she, like, ran this matriarch where she was just, like, uh, like, this all-powerful woman who, like just was inspiring and did it all and did it Mm -hmm. all like she was a mother she ran these charities she was super supportive and kind and like interacted with the fans um and I don't know I just I I really look up to her as someone who's so independent and like I know she was a single mom at one point when she had Louis um which like they like she was a single mom with him before she got remarried later like, and that, like, single moms, like, that's tough, yeah. but, she, like, that's awesome. Like, moms deserve the world, exactly. honestly. Like, like she is very, very inspiring in everything she does. Yeah. Um, how do you think she impacted the fandom in, like, One Direction? I think that 
she like her charity work really had an effect on everyone and i think that like honestly i think that like her charity work might have like kind of inspired the fandom to do our own charity work and i know that Mm -hmm. a lot of the like there's so many like charity work what there's so much charity work that has been done by the fandom and i feel like i don't know i feel like she might have gotten the ball rolling not to say that like the fandom wouldn't have done it if she hadn't but i think that like it kind of just like like spurred us on and like spurred the fandom on Mm -hmm. to just like do good and like be good and Mm -hmm. um yeah it was just incredible Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and just to have, like, that motherly figure, like, you know, the caring figure, yeah. even if you don't know them personally, having that in your life, even if it's on social media, can really impact yeah. you and feel like you're cared for, even though you don't know the person directly, mm-hmm. um, which I think she definitely yeah. did. Um, Liam and Niall's moms, and Zane as well, if you're including him, um, I don't think they had have as much of a social media presence. Like, I don't think we know yeah. them as well. Um, like, Liam's mom does have a Twitter, I think, but, like, isn't as, like, interactive or, like, on it as mm-hmm. much. Um, but I know we saw her, like, crying in the This Is Us movie talking God. about, like, <laughs> how much she loved Liam and missed him when he was gone and, like, felt like her baby was growing up. Um, so you obviously know, again, just because there's no social media presence doesn't mean there's, like, not a, like, familial... Connection, yeah. Like, connection and support system. Um, like, my family, my parents don't have Twitter. Oh my god, my mom keeps on, like, asking me if she should get a Twitter. I'm just like, mom, please stay off that hell void of the internet. Like, I love it, but I don't think that it would be okay for her to be on it. I've taught my dad how to use Twitter like 10 times and it's I still have to reteach him like every single time um but he he he, I think he thinks that if you like respond to someone famous they'll like automatically see your tweet so like he likes to tweet at Trump like disagreeing with his policies I love that I hope that one day Trump responds to him and your dad feels like vindicated that like I hope that Trump blocks him and like your dad can know that like he really did something and like really affected like annoyed Trump enough to block him (laughs) that would be really funny um but yeah like just because these these moms aren't on Instagram doesn't mean or on Twitter or Instagram doesn't mean that like they're not fully supportive of their kids and like a huge support system. I remember, like, Liam, one of the times they were being interviewed about the hiatus, Liam said, like, I'm, my parents are coming to live with me for a little oh, bit, cute. like, so I thought that was really adorable. Like, you know, they're close to their yeah. moms. Um, so, um, yeah, they're, not that we know them too well, but, like, obviously they've been a b- big part of, like, the, their kids' lives, you Yeah. Know? Um, and then just sort of thinking of other women that we've, I guess, like, come to know or follow because of One Direction, but now, like, follow in our own right, like, in their own right, like, you know, who we think are just awesome women for being them, not just because they know One Mm -hmm. Direction. Um, I was thinking, like, Little Mix. I probably wouldn't listen to Little Mix without um, having heard them through One Direction, but, like, I'm now like, a Little Mix fan, and I don't really think of them as connected to yeah. One Direction. It's not like, just like you were saying with Ed Sheeran, it's not like I think of Ed Sheeran as someone I found through One Direction, necessarily, even though, like, that may have been the case. Like, he's very much become his own entity, just like Little Mix mm-hmm. has become their own entity in my mind. 
Um, like Little Mix's music is incredible. Like they're also gorgeous. They're such and great performers. Really... They're just funny. They're hilarious. Like I just love mm-hmm. them so much. <laughs> they they promote like a lot of good things mm-hmm. um, and like good values and stuff. And they're really cool. Yeah. Well, who are some other women that you know of from One Direction, but, like, support them in their own right? I think that, honestly, um, I'm trying to think of, like, Nick Grimshaw's friends. Like, um, Mm. I think Amy is her name, and also Alexa Chung. I mean, I know that Alexa Chung Mm -hmm. is famous, but I honestly, like, kind of started following her because of One Direction. Um, And I think she's so (laughs) cool, and, like, like, I love her style and just, like, her whole vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of others, but I don't know. I can't... Nick Grimshaw's friends are really yeah, cool. Yeah. I love all the women. They just seem like so like like don't give a crap about what anyone mm-hmm. else thinks. Like they're like these like I don't know, just cool women being themselves, doing themselves and like putting it all out there and being like this is who I yeah. am. Like take it or leave mm-hmm. it. Um and who else did I have? Oh, also like some of other Gemma's other friends. Mm. Um, like, I follow Amy, Crystal, Nora. Nora f- was the founder of La Femme Collective, which is, like, an online publication, um, that writes about women who have started their own companies and mm. stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, so, like, all of those people. I feel like there's just so many, um, like, really inspiring independent women I've found through the women of One Direction as well, just, like, who they surround Mm -hmm. themselves with. Like, I end up following them and, like, surrounding myself on social media by them, and I think that's really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, And, of course, our listeners as well. Like, we have a lot of women who listen to our podcast, um, both younger and older than us, women, girls, um, and, like, it's just been so positive in my own life to surround myself with such a mix of people from all over the world and different ages and in different like parts of their life um but like we're all coming together and like just because you're like someone who lives across the world or is like a mother doesn't mean we can't be friends like we have things in common and um like we're brought together not only by one direction but like we're women and um I don't know. I think that's just so cool. And I feel like so many of the people are so supportive of each other and the community that we have is so supportive. I know. Honestly, Um, when I, whenever I see like listeners talking to each other, like I like well up and I'm just like, this is so beautiful. (laughs) I know. It is really, really beautiful. Um, and the fandom in general is just filled with so many, like, talented, funny, inspiring women. Yeah. Like, I think of all, all the, the artists. All the fan artists. I follow fandom. so many fan artists. So why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. It's so cool. Um, and, like, again, the people who run the update yeah. sites, like, that is hard work. And people updating us on the One Direction news, like, I live for that stuff. And a lot of them are young mm-hmm. women. Um, and, like, they have a million followers. And you have, like, these old gross men scoffing at the fandom being like who are these losers they're just idiots um okay next time you have a million followers and you're an update site like come talk yeah to no me, go but... take your trump hat and shove it where the sun <laughs> don't shine <laughs> never said that in my life um, but it just felt right you know it did feel right um 
So closing thoughts, uh, women are diverse, multifaceted, creative, intelligent, silly, feminist, bold, everything else under the sun. Um, and it feels really good to appreciate them and support them. Um, and women have been really important in like the sort of creation of 1D and the fandom and just like in their own right as well. I mean, they gave birth um, to them, so like, <laughs> so can't true. Know that. Uh, how do you think we can continue to support and be kind to the women and promote like that kindness that you know these these women promote on on social media? How do you think we can do that as well and like support them? I mean, like like you said in the past, just be supportive on social media. I think that like um, I for one am gonna try to get better at like posting like comments because I usually only just like like photos but I think that like it's important to comment nice things on photos Mm -hmm. um and just like kind of just like be positive on social media especially because that can just get so like dehumanizing and depersonal yeah and or unpersonal um and I feel like it would be impersonal that's the word it would be good to like just promote positivity and like also just like support their endeavors like you know watch their youtube Mm -hmm. channels um and just like be a good nice person in general like not even just Mm -hmm. directly related to the one direction women but like i don't want to call them the one direction women the women that (laughs) happen to be in one direction's lives you know what i mean um So, I mean, I think that just, like, taking the things that they've taught us and, like, be charitable, like, do, like, volunteer work or maybe, like, you know, do charity work um, in the One Direction fandom, like, that kind of stuff. Like, we can take, like, what they've taught us and just, like, kind of apply Mm -hmm. it. Learn about feminism. Educate yourself. Like, try out cool makeup. Like, live your dream. And, like, be, and, like, compliment women, like, if they're, like, wearing maybe a bold look that maybe, I don't know, that you like or something. I just feel like women complimenting mm-hmm. women's makeup or outfits is, like, the most pure, beautiful thing oh, in the world. I and it, like, know. honestly makes my entire life when another, like, another woman, like, comes up to me and says I something know. nice about my, my outfit or, like, whatever. It's yeah. literally, like, an angel has just appeared in front of me and, like, my day <laughs> is made for the, like, I my entire month is made, honestly, at that point. Yeah. And also, like, it feels so good to compliment other women and to be like, your lipstick looks bomb. Like, wow, what is that color? It looks so good on you. Like, just, there's just, it's so nice. It feels good for yourself and it also feels good for them. Like, why the heck Yeah, I feel like also, like, a a lot of times we'll, like, compliment people in, like, our minds but, like, won't say it out loud. And I'm trying to get better at that because I'm so shy. So, like, I don't Mm. know, especially on social media, it's easier to say, like, nice things. But, like, in real life, sometimes you just, like, really want to tell someone but it's, like, it's, like, oh, should I, I, shouldn't I, like... Let's all do it. Like, I just feel like it's just, like, worth it. So true. It is worth it. Like, I feel like making someone's day is just the best thing. Yeah. And it's kind and wonderful and only good can come from it. Yes, I agree. Um, so that was pretty much our episode Wait, can I end off on a post that Anne posted on Instagram? Of course. Okay, so it was, like, a little poem, and it's called Let Us Be Lovely. Um, and it goes, Aww. let us be lovely and let us be kind. Let us be silly and free. It won't make us rich or it won't make us famous and it won't make us rich, but damn it, how happy we'll be. And I just think that's a perfect way to end this conversation. Oh my God. That really is uh, the perfect conclusion mm-hmm. to such a wonderful discussion. This has been a really heartwarming yeah. discussion. Um, we should, I mean, there's so many other women that we weren't able to talk about, um, let us know who else you want us to talk about. We could have like little segments, um, maybe talking about the women 
that happen to have been some way connected to One Direction or we could and how they inspire talk us. about like, specific, like, Gemma articles or something. Like, you know what I mean? I think yeah. that we, we could do that. We really yeah. should. Because, like, one of the things we like to do on this podcast is pr- to promote feminism. And while we do that, like, just subtly throughout, I think it would be great to have, like, actual segments where we're, like this is what we're talking about today. Like, rather than just having a couple episodes or just, like, us being, like, feminist AF just generally. um, (laughs) But, but like, um, like, just to have, like, a segment or something every show. Meanwhile, the show will end up being two and a half hours. We could do it every, like, once in a while. But, like, like, I think it would be really fun to have a little corner, like, that we would, like, talk about that. It would be. Okay, let's do cool. this. Someone come up with a cool name. Send us a jingle. Like, we got this all. We're, we're making this okay, happen. Cool. Um, do you have any recommendations today or tweets of the week? Um, quick recommendation. Go see the movie Get Out. It was really good. I saw it last night. I don't think you needed me to tell you because it's doing so well. And you probably have already yeah. seen it, but go see it. Yep. The end. Cool. <laughs> um, any other feedback on the show? What do you guys think of Harry's suits um, or potential suits or are they Bruno Mars' suits? Oh, question mark, question mark. How about Liam on the cover of the Roller Coaster magazine? What do you want to see inside it? Do you think he's going to wear quirky clothes like Harry? Who knows? We will see. Um, thank you so much for listening to episode 91 of Talk Direction. Um, you can go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or follow us on Instagram, which is just talkdirection, and individually on Twitter. I am Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And you can also head over to iTunes, rate and review us, and subscribe. I've seen, what is it, Pop Chops, which is a, a pop podcast, um, doing this thing where they're screenshotting um, the different reviews that they get on iTunes and posting them oh, on Oh, we should so do that. Maybe if, yeah. Let's steal if you the idea go, completely. <laughs> I know. Um, that's okay. We'll credit yeah. them. But if you go leave us a review, we're going to start screenshotting and tweeting them out. Um, <laughs> or reading them, maybe. Oh. I don't know. I don't know really what reviews do, but like it, it, it sounds fun. And it's fun. nice like, to get them, to get nice ones. And it is yeah. nice. Exactly. Um, you can also subscribe while you're there, um, and then you'll get the episodes every single week. We're also on SoundCloud, if that is more your style. <laughs> um, I'm Kayla. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 92. Bye. Bye.